And welcome to another episode of 31 Days of Halloween. My name is Jeff. Today's film is called Life Changer. It came out in 2018. It's about a shape-shifting serial killer named Drew, who he takes like the human form of his victims, and basically what he does is he touches people. When he touches them, he assumes their appearance, and then those bodies wither and decay and he basically is daisy chaining. He goes from person to person to person. He has to dispose of the remains. It's super macabre. Um, and he falls in love with this girl. And it's really hard to sort of, you know, try and start anything with a girl when you're constantly changing your appearance because he rots. The bodies rot. His body, sorry, not their bodies. He assumes the, the appearance. But every time he does that, he starts to rot until he gets like a new, it's like he's absorbing life force and memories and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, he's at the end of the day, he's kind of dying. He's getting de serious diminishing returns. What used to, you know, a body or an identity used to last him years. And now it's only lasting him a few days, especially if he takes antibiotics of some kind, which prevent the rotting. And he realizes that, you know, he, he like hangs around he basically like just sort of hangs around in the same area, which is kind of like hard to believe. You think like, you know, if you're if you're murdering all these people and making them disappear and disposing of their remains that, you know, that it would be like a very prevalent thing to like, there'd be a serious case of like looking for, you know, somebody who's making people disappear. And it doesn't, you don't really feel that in the film, at least not at the beginning. And um, he's kind of dying. He, he starts, the movie starts off, it shows us that he has like this knife wound, probably from a previous transformation and it sort of stays with him uh which means that you know every time he does his transfer it's supposed to help him regenerate it doesn't help him regenerate anymore as i said diminishing returns loves doing cocaine even though cocaine also speeds up the process and he's fallen in love with this girl julia who has a very sad story she lost her father and she lost her son not her father she lost her husband she lost her son and then you know in a twist it turns out that he was the husband you know, he assumed the husband, her ide the identity. Because what happens is when he assumes identities, he goes into these people's lives, you know, and sort of meets people. And that's how he fell in love with Julia. He, you know, fell in love with her because she could see past her husband almost and see him. At least that's how he felt. So she hangs out at a bar and he hangs out at the bar as a result because she's always hanging out at the bar. But he's dying now. So he has to like kind of tell her how he feels about her. And that's kind of like the framing of the story. It uses some wonderful special effects, like some practical effects. The bodies are really gross and creepy looking. They're very, very like, you know, um, pr practical. They're not, you know, they're, they're clearly, you know, prosthetic bodies and they just look really good. And what he does to these people is really macabre. It's really grim because he just makes them wither and rot. And whatnot. And then he's got to dispose of them. And we see a lot of scenes where he's just disposing of bodies. He's bashing them with a hammer and whatnot. And I thought, you know, overall, this is a film you could tell the budget is really, really, really low. It's got a very low budget. And they are trying to stretch that budget as far as they can. They are making and they're making it work, man. For me, it made it work. I, I definitely saw some stuff that was rough around the seams. There seemed like to be some like uh stunt blocking that was sort of probably would have been better you know served to professional stunt coordinators or something 
But, you know, like I said, I understand what it is to be a low-budget independent filmmaker, and you do what you can, and I appreciate the craft, and I appreciate the hustle, and I appreciate the grind and trying to get as much of this guy's vision on screen as possible. The story is fairly original. We get a voiceover of what Drew sounds like, so we never see him, but we hear what he sounds like, and his voice is very unsettling for all the bodies that he takes. It's really sort of macabre, and you know, it's interesting, he talks about like, you know, he jumps from men to women, men to women, and that he is sort of in a way, a little bit like, he 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 claims that he's like, I don't know, he seems to not mind going both ways. He's a little bisexual or fluid. Maybe fluid is the better way to say it, you know. He's very fluid, but it's it's fluid as a result of survival. It's not, it doesn't, uh, he doesn't seem attracted to the um, opposite sex when he is in uh, a female body. But it definitely speaks to some of that stuff and those mechanics, you know, for people who are sort of, you know, experience that or go through those sort of things. Um, the thing that this movie did better than anything else, and of course, also, he's got a stash spot for the bodies on a farm, and I think the farm is where he's originally from. He was born in, no, he 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 was 12 in the year 1954, so he's, he's in his 70s, you know, by this time. He's extremely long-lived in doing what he does, and he's just literally body-hopped. He alludes to the fact that his mother was the first person that he accidentally body-hopped into, and he calls himself uh, a skinwalker, talks about, like, these Native American legends of skinwalkers, you know, um, and... You know, the, the, the thing that the film does better than anything else that really just blew me away that I, I thought the theme, it was a theme and it was like what the message of the film. And basically what happens is he does all these things and he's he's like a sociopath. Like he does no problem murdering people who have children, murdering any, like he will murder whoever he has to do for his own survival because that's ultimately what he's ha what's happening. He's killing these people and he's taking over their bodies, you know? And so he will, he will do whatever it takes to just, you know, keep the machine running and whatnot. Um, but what is interesting is he eventually has to take the body, and it's a great move. I mean, that where else is the story gonna go? He takes the body of the girl that he loves, and he does it by accident. This scene, his revealing scene, is done so poorly. I, that, that's where I'm gonna criticize this film. I, the, I couldn't believe, like, how could you fumble? Clearly this is something, if you're such a loner and you're, you're gonna kind of confess everything to, you know, the entire truth to a girl who you love, you know, you'd imagine he would have practiced it a hundred times and would have been more, Clear. This isn't just unique to this film. A lot of films do this, where it's so obvious to, or it's so the the explanation is so obvious, and yet characters have such a hard time explaining it. And you could chalk it up to well, in the moment, stage fright, you know, tongue tied. Don't the words don't come to me just right? But it's like bigger than that, and it's bigger than that in this film. It's like, dude, just say what you are and what you do. Don't like dance around it. Don't dress it up in this dramatic kind of way. Like you want to tell her the truth, so tell her the truth. What you're doing is you're just sort of like dancing around it, and she just keeps responding like, what? What the hell is this guy talking about? Her reaction. Her reaction was great to when he can reveals the truth to her, to him. Like, my God, tongue-tied here. When he reveals the truth to her, her reaction is great. 
he, it's his delivery that's just really bad. It just did not work for me. I kind of uh, took me out of the film a bit, but then he takes her over and he's the, he basically is spending his last moments as her and he's going to let himself rot. But here's the thing. There's a twist and I was expecting some sort of twist. Initially, I wrote in some notes, I said, it would be really cool because he, he had been, you know, making love to her. He wanted to have one perfect day with her before he told her the truth and died, you know, as his body is rotting, as he's running out of antibiotics and whatnot. And uh, I thought it would be kind of cool if he ended up becoming pregnant with his own baby because he inherits her body. I don't know. I don't know if that would have worked with the mythology in the, in the story, but I thought that would have been interesting. And what ends up happening is uh, he he sort of changes into this cocoon. You know, he rots and then turns into a cocoon. And when he emerges, he emerges as his true self, as Drew, the 70-something-year-old man or 80-year-old man. And he's almost like befuddled because he realizes that he spent his whole life running away from the truth, running away from his greatest fear that he was going to die. If he had just accepted and embraced the what was going to happen to him then he would have discovered that he could resort you know go back into his own body you know because he's a shapeshifter right that's how he shapeshifts out of the body and he just never took the time to figure this out he waited until he was just at a place where he was having such diminishing returns that he would have to change back and he realizes that he spent his entire life just doing the worst things, grinding up people's bodies, murdering them, stealing their lives and stealing everything that they would ever do just to keep going for what? Living this solitary uh, existence, not being able to tell anybody who you truly are. You know, that, that, whole, that whole rigmarole. I was actually reminded a lot of The Outsider, the Stephen King story. And I feel like Stephen King story where, you know, that didn't end the way that I feel like it could have ended. Um, it would have benefited from an ending, Stephen King's book would have benefited from an ending like the way Life Changer ends. And so he he basically, it just ends with him as a sad, lonely old man who who gets the ultimate punishment that he wasted his whole life surviving when he didn't have to and committing all kinds of atrocities when he didn't have to. Because they definitely take his toll. These are not things that he wants to do. It's just tons of work and he's super reluctant to do it, but he does it because he has to. That's Life Changer. Check it out. Streaming right now on Showtime Anytime. See you next time.